Uh, I'm in Greendale, stuck in the body of a man who could be Gollum's shadow, so yeah, I'd say it's half-past suck. <laughs> totally. Half-past suck. It's funny. Okay, that's creepy. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben, and here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 4, Episode 11, Basic Human Anatomy, for reals this time. <laughs> yeah, this time... <laughs> my we my notes this... are correct this time. <laughs> and we watched the episode correctly and everything worked out. That happened last time, of course. But, you know, it's good to know. I do have a, a, a short PSA ahead of our show. Um... As we record this on Tuesday, August 2nd, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars football season starts on Thursday, August 4th. Uh, so this episode is probably the last one where I sound really happy um, <laughs> because, again, I'll be watching Jaguars football. Uh-huh. So just enjoy that, um, and then we'll go from there, I think. Uh, so now that we've had that PSA out of the way, unless you'd like to say anything about that, Ben. I'm looking real forward to talking to Sad Mike next Tuesday. Oh, boy. Um, it's, he's going to be so sad. Um, it's time to outsource some Mike's bits. So, yeah, I wanted to get that PSA out of the way because I didn't want to in- interrupt the sanctity of my bits. So uh, let's let's get that good, good shuffle, shall we? I'm going to subtitle this episode, The Last Time Mike Was Happy. <laughs> You can't do that while I'm shuffling. The, the <laughs> listeners, they got robbed of a good, good shuffle. In fact, I'm going to do it again to make sure they get a good, good shuffle. Oh, yeah. That one was a better one. I could see it on the waveform. All right, Ben. We are a reminder for our, our, our lovely listeners. We are on the pod decks. Would you rather deck? No longer the what the heck deck. Although we've said what the heck multiple times. This one... um. This is going to go places. Uh, It's not the sex question, but again, it could be. Would you rather get a shoulder massage or a foot massage? Would you Uh, rather get a shoulder massage or a foot massage? That's an easy answer for me. Um, Shoulder massage because uh, I'm an IT guy. (laughs) I slouch in front of a computer monitor all day long. I'm not on my feet particularly often. Uh, also, uh, I am extremely ticklish in the foot area, mm-hmm. um, to the point where if the bottom of my foot itches, I will tickle myself. It is possible. Uh, some people, people have told me, Ben, it is impossible to tickle yourself. <laughs> that is a lie. That is a huge lie because I can, I can do it to the bottom of my own feet. So foot massage, real delicate operation because, uh, I, I may just lose it um from from being tickled so easy super easy question uh you know, sh- shoulder massage you know ben i wish i could disagree with you in any way uh but we have very similar habits uh we were both uh, in uh technology fields so we were both scrouched under uh computers uh and yes also my feet are also ticklish and i also can tickle my feet so I guess I'm gonna have to go with that shoulder massage. I t- I, I carry a lot of tension up there anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like I've had some like like legit professional massages before, 
And by, you know, by the time they're done working on the shoulders, which is, you know, you got to get like a jackhammer in there. Uh, I'm fully asleep and relaxed. It's great. Oh, it's mm-hmm. such a wonder. Oh man. Just getting a professional massage. It listeners, if you can afford it, it's worth it. Oh, it's so good. Have you ever experienced someone who has told you straight up that it is impossible to tickle yourself and then argued with you when you said, actually, I have definitely done that? I, uh, this feels like a leading question in a weird way. Uh, I don't think I've ever argued with with anybody about the tickleability of my own self. Um, because I definitely have, because... I, okay, I was right that it was a leading question and this was a, into a story. I mean, it's not it's not like a good story. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I take it back. I'm going to t- subtitle this episode It's not a good story. Um <laughs> Excellent. Uh, good, good. So, it's not it's not like any specific story. It's just like there are people who will 100% be like, "No, it is it is physically impossible." And I'm like, "Okay, but I have literally experienced it uh, many times in my life. Like if the bottom of my foot itches and I go to scratch it, there is a 25% chance that I'm going to tickle myself. Um, The fact that people will just straight up be like, no, that's impossible. I mean, that's gaslighting at that point. (laughs) It is, it is very rude. Uh, So don't, do that to people, I guess, is the moral <laughs> of the story. Basically, don't deny people's experiences uh, we're because we're, that that is gaslighting. We're gonna have a whole GI Joe style PSA at the end of this episode. That's just gonna be like, don't tell people <laughs> that they experience their bodies wrong. They <laughs> know better of, than you. We've, we've had, had a lot of fun. fun. We've had a lot of fun today uh, talking about uh community uh the canceled nbc television show um gotta make sure it's canceled because we won't we won't cover it we, if it's not we only canceled. we only talk about canceled things um next we, next season the pjs <laughs> uh yeah that's exactly people want us uh two white <laughs> nerds people two white middle class nerds to talk about the the short-lived fox claymation show the pjs um (laughs) you know what there were 44 episodes of the pjs maybe 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 it's just maybe there's enough enough interest in the pjs for us to talk about it maybe it's just because uh we are like a little over halfway through our second series podcast uh, but I'm like, oh, 43, that is so many episodes. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I got to talk about the PJs for 47 episodes? I'm like, man, you know 44? what? 44? You know what? Uh, how about we talk about, like, Greg the Bunny? It had it had one season. <laughs> had 13 episodes. I was actually going to do a podcast about Greg the Bunny, by the way. I know. I, I know um, you were gonna do I, that. I literally you mentioned this multiple I bought times. A used copy of the DVDs. This has thirty three episodes and twenty shorts of Greg the Bunny. That's what I'm seeing here on Greg the I, Bunny. No, I was I was just I was, I was just going to talk about the original series because the if you look it up, um, okay, hold on. 
The original and, series was tr- from 2002 to 2004. Oh, and it only had 13 episodes. Yeah. So and the original the IFC shorts. Th- I'm not. I'm not counting yeah. the IFC shorts. Um, no, no web exclusives here. Are we talking about community web exclusives on this? No. That's fair. Now, I don't Did we talk about the Futurama video game? No, despite 20 people asking us to do so. Oh, we have gotten some indications that people want us to talk about that. Uh, Anyways, no. No, we're not. We would be the worst people to do a PJ's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) To get back to the point. To get back to the point about the PJs. The PJs is the thing that everybody wants us to talk about. I just don't think it'll be in the... I don't think that's the right choice for us. It is not. It's not the right choice for us or for the PJs or for Eddie Murphy, who may sue us. So... Mm. Uh, and he'd be right to do it. Let's talk about Community, Season 4, Episode 11, Basic hu- Human, Take 2, Basic Human Anatomy. Um, we're we're doing great tonight. We got the official, be- I at least have the official beverage of the Good Morning Greendale, uh, a, a, a nice rum and coke. I had a gin and tonic uh, earlier this evening um, for so other we're reasons. Doing well. So we're doing great. Um, so this episode has... I guess two plot lines. They're both kind of the same plot line. Um where Yeah, kind of. Uh Troy and Abed switch bodies and then the Dean thinks he switches <laughs> bodies with Jeff. Um, Look, I'm sorry, the Dean like acting like Jeff knowing that Jeff is still Jeff, like acting as if Jeff is inhabiting his body. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I think Danny Pudi and Donald Glover were fantastic. Jim Rash is incredible. I love Jim Rash. Jim okay. Rash, a treasure. So let's let's talk about that part first. But uh, as a sort of prelude, we'll get into the the sort of how of it. Uh, it's the it's the third anniversary of the first time Troy and Abed watched Freaky Friday together. Um, and you know, it, also Troy and Britta's yeah. first anniversary. You know, little thing. Yeah. Um, and so as a, uh, as a way to celebrate, um, Troy gifts Abed a collection, uh, a six pack of body switching movies. Um, and then they, they pick up the Freaky Friday DVD and they say, um, I wish I could switch places for you with you for just one day as a janitor flicks the light switch on and off for effect because it's a routine light switch, uh, check. And and that moment where he's flipping on and off the light switch while this is happening feels like the right level of meta community nonsense. It just it's, feels it's right. very good, especially because like everyone else in the study room is like, whoa, what's going like they're all looking around. And then it's just a janitor being like routine light switch check and not standing that far from them, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like literally within touching distance. So the next day they switch bodies and then. When the is going to be confusing because now we've got a Troy as Abed and an Abed as Troy, but one of it them is very confusing. Yes, one of them. I don't care to do the math to figure out who um, <laughs> says that the only way to switch back is that they need that DVD and then they have to say the right words while both holding the DVD. So Jeff has to go find the DVD, and that's when the the Dean plot comes in. So let's talk right. about Dean plot. 
We're, we'll get back to the Abed Britta. Because clearly you are very excited to talk about Dean plot. Look, I'm just sorry. I The Dean, the, <laughs> Jim Rash is incredible. The, the whole playing off of Jeff when he's acting like Jeff, but Jeff isn't accepting the premise and not committing to the bit at all. Right. Um, because they, he tricks Jeff into saying, uh, I wish we could switch I wish I could switch places with you for just one day while holding the DVD. And also the janitor is doing the routine light switch check right. at the yes, same time course. in that room. Which and does come back later, which I appreciate <laughs> a lot. So they, uh, the Dean acts like he's, he has switched bodies with Jeff. And then the entire rest of the episode, he is just doing everything that he thinks a Jeff winger would do, uh, including, uh, doing push-ups with his feet up on his desk. Uh-huh. In, in, uh, inclined push-ups, yeah. Um, and also, like, rips off his shirt at one point <laughs> to go t- take on Leonard, which is hilarious. <laughs> and um, the, my my favorite part... So there's so many good parts to this, right? Yes. Because... I, I, first because off, I think people can already tell how we're feeling Jim, about this episode. Jim Rash is a treasure. We have said that a million times on this podcast. Not a lie. It's not a lie. Um, if I had a monitor on me that beeped every time it lied, it would not have beeped. Uh, Legitimately, you posted somebody posted beep at us at, at on Twitter, and I'm like, I don't remember what that's for. <laughs> Was because I put the subtitle for last episode as beep. Yeah, and I, I also re- didn't remember what that was for. And I'm like, uh huh. What the so, hell did we talk about last week? Uh, and of so, course it was the stupid outsourcing Mike's bit uh-huh. that I forgot my own thing hoisted That's by your own petard <laughs> so, by my own petard would you rather be hoisted by your own petard or <laughs> by your underwear well like on okay. a flagpole like I, I feel bully like it's got to you now I, I appreciate that we're outsourcing Mike's bits outsource <laughs> we're outsourcing outsourcing Mike's bits um, but I feel like the, the, the emotional pain of, or, or damage of being hoisted on my own petard will heal slower than my, my physical pain of being hoisted by my underwear on top of a flagpole. Although that has its own emotional damage as well. You know, I'm gonna have to think about this. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking petard. Okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> probably same. So... Anyways, uh, there's a lot of great things about this this plot. Um, first of all, it is absolutely amazing that the Dean commits to this bit from start to finish, no matter how many times, no matter how many times Jeff is just like, what is going on? Like, we yeah. didn't switch bodies. Stop that. To the point where uh, he, at the very end when he is. Spoiler alert, apologizing for going along with this. He keeps saying, like, when Jeff was inside me, and Jeff's like, absolutely, that did not happen. He says, when Jeffrey was inside of me, four times (laughs) in that apology. I thought I knew what it would be like to have Jeffrey inside of me. That did not happen. But as it turns out, having Jeffrey inside of me only brought out the worst in me, which is to say, having Jeffrey inside of me. No one was inside of anyone. Was wrong. To have Jeffrey inside of me. Shut up. So I'm sorry. Four times. 
<laughs> it is it is making subtext text. It is absolutely making subtext text. I love it and I want you to put it as the beginning of this <laughs> episode because it is my favorite moment in the entire show. Um, um I also love the fact that when the dean is being Jeff Annie is totally turned on by everything so, the dean does. So it is much. it is so hilarious how just <laughs> immediately she is into it. Cuz they walk in and he's doing the push-ups and she's like, "Oh." And then she he rips his shirt off and she's like, "Oh." And then he like as they're leaving, he throws the shirt at Annie to for her to catch it and she catches it and she goes to like sniff this shirt. Like she is just like she is into it. And she's like, oh, I don't know what it's like, because Shirley calls her out on it. And she's just like, with, with oh, some terror, I, she's I like, don't, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. It's so funny. And it shows so much about Annie just needing that confidence. Like, confidence is sexy, which it is. But because, again, Jim Rash is also handsome in a different mm-hmm, way than mm-hmm. Jeff. But. But man, it's very funny to watch Annie being like, I don't know why I'm so attracted to this. Also, every time, just as an aside, every time the Dean takes his shirt off, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Jim Rash. Surprisingly jacked. Surprisingly jacked. Because, you know, they they dress him up in the same like, well, not always in the same thing because he does all the wild costumes. (laughs) But in his in his normal day to day. He's he got is a dressed relatively up baggy in a very shirt. baggy short, short sleeve dress shirt with a with a big wide tie. Like he is deliberately dressed up like a nerd. And then like every time shirt, it's every like, time abs. the shirt comes off, it's like, oh, right. Jim Rash surprisingly jacked. So, it's, you know, it's you know, important. Uh, um. So yeah, uh that but the 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 fact that Annie is just so into this like confidence boosted dean uh and you it's know it, it, it helps that, that cuz they go in to ask for Leonard's records cuz he's he's gunning for valedictorian and the dean is just like, "Oh yeah, I'll totally get those for you." Like so it helps I'm sure that they are doing or they are asking the dean to do a very specific thing that goes against all sorts of academic integrity, um, you know, rules and and whatever. So I'm sure that helps. But also just the fact that he's just he tosses his shirt over and she's just she is horny for that. <laughs> like, oh, man, Ed, I I laughed every single time. It's, it's such a good, good. joke. Um, so good. Um, also, at the end, when when uh the the dean is apologizing he says i scolded leonard which means because of the green bylaws <laughs> i need to give him three wishes i need way more greendale bylaws what in this, the world is happening <laughs> this goes back to the dean amulet i think where they're just like they throw let's off just, something wild let's just keep and I'm like, giving the on. dean this this rich rich lore that we never actually get a real taste of. Like we get little crumbs. We get little Dean lore crumbs, and that is it. And meanwhile, in season four, at least, Dean Pelton is out living some sort of wild Indiana Jones lifestyle where he's like- I am into it. Finding Dean amulets in in deep 
dark Dean caves uh, that technically it belongs in a museum, but like he found it. So like he he keeps it. Uh, it's his well, Dean it's amulet the now. Dean amulet. It's the Dean. It's it's got Dean right in the name, right? Like it, it has to be with a Dean. It's it, not it appropriation. In, it's a Dean. It belongs in a mudinum. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a thing that I could see the dean saying. Uh, and then, like, now he's got these bylaws where he has to grant wishes. Now, is that like because it's not it, it's not granting requests, right? It's right. not it's not like I have to do three things for Leonard. He specifically sure. uses the word wish, which right. carries a certain connotation of magical abilities. Because <laughs> yes, like of course. If I if I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey friend, uh I'm I'm sorry that I made a Dean pun that made you almost uh choke on your rum and coke. <laughs> I I now I now owe you uh uh a request, right? Yeah, you might yeah. you That's... might be like um oh cool. Um you know, I've I've got a I've got a uh Amazon package that I need to have signed for yeah. uh cuz it's it's That's... over $10,000 or whatever. I I used Boy, Amazon as right. an example and I'm like Amazon <laughs> doesn't make you sign for Jack. Like they'll yeah, Amazon they'll Amazon don't care. You you order like five thousand dollar computer and they just chuck it over the fence yeah, and they're like yeah, here they, you go. They like um, frisbee toss that near the computer near your house. It's fine. They have, I, they have they have a billion more packages to deliver. Mm-hmm. They don't have time to give it you know any kind of uh, safety. You're like agility. I ordered I ordered a new MacBook and they will make me sign for that, but I have to be in the office. Could you hang out at my place and sign for that package? Right. And be like, yeah, that's a reasonable request. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm I'm willing to do that. Now, if I say I'm sorry that I made a Dean pun and almost made you choke on that rum and coke, I uh-huh. o- I have to grant you a wish now. That you're not going to be like, right. please hang around and 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 sign for a pack sign for a package for me. You're going to be like, ah, damn, a million dollars. I wish COVID was no more. (laughs) Right. You're going to ask for these huge (laughs) things that I'm not going to be able to provide. Unable to do. (laughs) Contractually speaking, I have to because I I said it and there's no take backsies. Right. There there is a negotiation period you have to do Mm -hmm. with wishes because... You know, I'll go. I'll come straight out with the let's get rid of all disease. And you're like, I, I'm just one human. I cannot do that. It's mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's get rid of a single disease. Again, not a like, surprisingly. Can't do- I've had the ability to do that this whole time, and if not, making me a war criminal. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh no, I'm choking again. I have to get another wish. <laughs> I was just sitting around waiting for someone to wish me, uh, w- uh, wish that I would uh, cure this specific and deadly disease. Nobody did, so I just didn't do anything about it. I this whole time, it wasn't a big deal. Then I assumed everyone knew I had that power, and they were just like, "No, this is fine." <coughs> okay, I might actually be choking on my rum coat this time. <laughs> uh, well, oh um, in accordance with Ben Law. Um, I will now grant you nothing. Um, oh man, 
I, I should have read the Ben Laws before I nearly cho- I choked on my rum and coke. Ben Law is not anywhere as interesting <laughs> as Dean Law, and Ben Lore is also not anywhere as interesting as mm-hmm. Dean Lore. However, um, the Ben amulet much cooler than the Dean amulet. Uh. Like, when's the last time I had anything even remotely close to an amulet? <laughs> See, this is the best part. You don't in, even know about the Ben amulet. In 1995, it's out there waiting for you. In 1995, I sent away to Nintendo Power's uh, catalog. <laughs> yes, already and got, excited. <laughs> and got a uh, Super Metroid yeah! pendant on a like string. Yes. And if I knew where that was you still couldn't have it because i love super metroid <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite amulet. games but it's the ben um, amulet. i understand that would probably be the ben amulet um a a nintendo power swag item from 1995 now this is probably gonna get cut from the podcast but boy is searching metroid amulet fucking rules but uh, but yeah, I definitely uh, definitely had that thing. Um, no idea whatever happened to it. Uh, that is the closest thing that would that would be a Ben amulet, I think. Yeah, so he he does confront Leonard um, because it turns out that the reason Leonard is almost valedictorian is because he took uh, rotary phone repair in 1968 and then has taken pass fail classes only ever since, giving yeah. him a perfect GPA. I will hear. I will say this. Pretty good class to take in 1968. Uh-huh. Just saying. And uh, the dean, as Jeff, confronts Leonard and is like, I know what you did. And then Leonard's just like, I knew this day would come. And then he just leaves. And that's sort of the the end of like the, the Shirley and Annie <laughs> trying to get valedictorian thing. Like, mostly their story is a means to an end of getting the dean to be Jeff. Which I'm okay with, right? Um, but it does mean that the Leonard, the, the like Annie Shirley plot is just like the Dean fixed it. All right, end of story. Um, <laughs> yeah, and but, uh, when you've got the Dean, the Dean, it's the Dean, it's the Dean trying to be Jeff, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and and any like emotional growth or character growth you're gonna get from the other plot, I think. Mm-hmm. Where this um, one's just kind of here's our goofy plot, right? Uh, because yeah, which is very good as a goofy plot. Let's let's get into the other plot because it is that same sort of thing where uh, Troy wakes up the next day. The group has made fun of him and Britta for not knowing it's their anniversary, and Troy wakes up and he's acting all weird. And then he goes and wakes Abed up, and then. They're like, we switched bodies. Um, specifically, though, and I do think this is a very important thing in the episode. Troy is the one who walks up to Abed and says, we switched bodies. So right. if you're taking this as a there is no actual body switch and they're both pretending the whole time as a bit, uh, which is, you know, heavily implied. But I'm sure there's some some truthers heavily out there implied, who are yes. like. They really did switch bodies. Um, I am going to approach this as a uh, it was a bit the whole time. But especially when Jeff is like commit to the bit. Uh huh. But Troy 
walking up and initiating the bit with Abed is a very important part of this story. Yeah, Because he wakes up in doubt about his relationship with Britta, and then the rest of this episode is a, like, weird coping mechanism. Yes, absolutely um. But it's also it's also fascinating that he wakes Abed up and is like, we switched bodies. And then Abed just immediately is like, we're doing this like Abed feels down for any shenanigans whatsoever. Oh, yeah. He is absolutely down for shenanigans. But like, I'm like, OK, I need I'm going to need at least a cup of coffee. Don't <laughs> don't get me involved in shenanigans until I've had my coffee. I'm getting a mug that says that. <laughs> um <coughs> Yeah, that's, then, a, that's a good. You know what? That mug works for a lot of things, right? Um, so and then someone else will have a mug that says, uh, "Don't even talk to me until I've had my shenanigans." Because and and of how course. do you even resolve that? Um. So yes, the the fact that Troy is the one who initiates, and then Abed immediately picks up what's going on and just gets into it immediately is important to the character growth that is about to happen. Yes. Um, and it also allows this whole episode is like letting Danny Pudi and Donald Glover show off some acting chops of like, this yes. is not what we usually do, but they were like Donald Glover in particular, like they're both fantastic. I don't want to like say either one is bad, but like Donald Glover for whatever reason hits me so right as this is Abed in Troy's body, even though I know that that's not happening, maybe happening, depending right. on if you're a truther. But that means Donald Glover is like acting his ass off. Yeah. Uh, Sarah actually watched the episode with me tonight. Um, and so uh, she was actually like, yeah, like uh, Donald Glover did like a, a really good job. Like, you know, like, like you said, you know, she was also like, you know, they both did great. But like. Donald Glover just like really nailed it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I will say um, there's a tweet going around um, uh, the other week that was like, what is what is your favorite trope in like TV and movies that like anytime it happens, no matter how uh trite it is it is and no matter how much you see it coming you love it every time and i didn't have an answer for it and then later that day uh sarah and i watched the episode of stargate sg1 where there's a body switching mechanic and then uh i i was like oh that's it that's the thing for me when you have a and it has to be specifically a tv show it can't be a movie, so it can't be like a Freaky Friday, because right. I'm like, okay, you took two characters that I've never seen before in my life, and you body switched them. Okay, whatever. You don't, you don't understand. You don't have a good concept for the quirks right. of each character. When you do it on a television show, especially if it's at least one season in, you have a whole back catalog of episodes where now you are tasking an actor to play another actor's character and every single time i get so giddy and i'm like it's this is it, so i great. agree it's because very good it is fascinating watching actors have to do this and some do it 
exceptionally well. Uh, and some do it not as well. But like <laughs> in the Stargate SG-1 episode, uh, particularly when Richard Dean Anderson and um, Christopher Judge have to switch characters, like Christopher Judge does a, a perfect Richard Dean Anderson Richard Dean Anderson playing Colonel Jack O'Neill. It's so good. Okay. I loved it so much. I know you're just staring at me because you've never seen it. I've no, um, I've never seen it, but I am I am excited for your excitement. But I was watching that. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is my answer to that tweet. And then I was like, oh, but then also like because community did this, and I thought about this episode and got really excited when I realized that uh it was gonna be the at the time, the episode after the next one to talk about. It's like, right, which, yeah, which, why, it, why, which is why it made it into your notes for last. <laughs> almost certainly. That is almost certainly why. Because like I saw that on Hulu like, when I pulled I up the episode. I can't wait for basic human anatomy. And I was like, I can't wait for that. And I was just like, type, 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 type. Um, I, can't, I can't wait for that. And then I, I typed in basic exactly. human anatomy. Um, so... Uh, Anyways, um, this episode, they do this and it's so good because, you know, like you said, I think they both do really good. Donald Glover doing Abed is exceptionally good. I found the DVD. You can switch back now. Hmm, nice try. But that's the remake. In the original, the mom and daughter simply exclaimed, I wish I could switch places with you for just one day, like we did. And that one, there's a magic fortune cookie. My 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 one my one bit of criticism is he 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 uh, relies a little bit too much on on like the finger uh, pointing sort sure. of thing. Um, I think he over accentuates that just just a little bit. But this is me just a scope. You're like nitpicking. This yeah, is you're nitpicking. this is you coming to me and saying, "Please judge this," and then I say, "Well, if I have to." He does right. the finger uh, pointy thing a little bit too much. But like that is like a a 0. 0.01 <laughs> point off. You, like, you get everything a 99.99999. Else, <laughs> everything else is so good. His his delivery of the lines, the way he kind of uh, he, he like looks off into the distance while talking and shifts his eyes like like. It's perfect. It is. It yeah. is such a good. I mean, even the vocal acting of like flattening his voice mm-hmm. and kind of going a little higher than his usual register, just incredible. Or just how there's a moment when he's talking to Jeff in the hallway about finding the DVD, and I don't remember what, I don't remember what they said, uh, or what Jeff said, but, uh, the the way that. Donald Glover as Troy as Abed. It's a lot. <laughs> the way that he responds instantly with some pop culture thing, just and and just like the matter of factness, the like he he gets end of sentence and then just like that's he he said his point and just the the flatness with which he says it, everything everything about it is so perfect, Abed. And so I'm just like, hee, 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 it's my trope. It's the thing. It's the thing that I love. <laughs> and again, Donald Glover and Danny Pudi just nail it. It's there's no you can't even say like one of them did it worse. Like 
Donald Glover is exceptional, but so is Danny Pudi. It just oh yeah, it, they're they're it, both great. It makes great. this episode really work. Uh huh. Because because uh, again, if you if these performances aren't nearly as good, this will not work. Right. Because the the thing is, you know, when you're talking about or when I'm talking about, because you haven't seen it, but when I'm talking about <laughs> the Stargate SG One episode, sure, where. It, it is a sci-fi television show. There is literally a device that they touch where they they switch bodies. Um, it is it is an actual uh, an actual body switched thing. So in that you are tasking an actor to be like your character has literally switched bodies. So you need to embody that perfectly. In this, the conceit is like it is two people doing a bit. And so the, their performance is not Abed in Troy's body. The performance is Abed doing his best Troy impression. Right. And that is a very subtle difference in how you do the character because that means that you're not watching like the the actual Freaky Friday thing, that means that when Troy is doing his Abed thing and he's he's you know maybe doing the the finger pointing a little bit too much when he's doing his his flat affectation when he's he's coming back at Jeff with pop culture references that is Troy doing Abed. It's not Donald Glover doing Abed. It's Troy doing Abed. Right. It's Donald Glover doing Troy doing Abed. And it is. Such an interesting thing to witness, because first of all, that also means not only is Donald Glover doing uh, good at doing Abed, it means Troy is good at doing an Abed. Like, this is a thing that he just has in his back pocket, apparently, and can just pull out, (laughs) right? But then also, like, the fact that they can do this so well and, like... It's it, fascinating. It, it also like gets a hundred percent of the people on board with it. Like oh, everybody, yeah. like everyone's like, oh, okay, okay, because they do it so well. They're like, well, this must have happened. Well, and I don't think anyone actually like believes it. It's just that I think I when get, they are, I would argue that Britta, I believe, starts to believe it a little bit. <laughs> I don't think she believes it at all. Okay. I think, I think the thing is that they are doing each other's characterization so well that you can kind of it's easier to put your guard down like sure if you and i tried this i am not an actor i i i would be like i like the jacksonville jaguars weird al uh and then oh my god is that mike (laughs) over there how did i get over there i don't understand that's that's me but you but me and then like that's it that's all i've got like i don't i don't have your physical mannerisms i can't sure. i you know um i i i i don't have that capacity right, right. so if i'm if i'm trying to do this and you know uh i mean also we're not in community college and uh your wife of many many years 
would be a little bit more hesitant to uh, even entertain this idea than, say, someone you've been dating for a year. <laughs> that um, <laughs> maybe a little bit, maybe just a touch. But, you know, the 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 people in our lives would be like, what what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah, this Whereas, is a bit. What the fuck? I think if you really can sell it a little bit more, I don't think anyone's going to buy it. But I do think it's a little easier to kind of let your guard down and maybe be on that path of of convincing. But yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone buys it because that's a good argument. I, I yeah, I think what you're what what you see. So I I don't know if we've really talked about it, but but Troy and Britta end up breaking up through this episode. Right. They go they um, go back to Senor Kevin's, uh, which is where their first date was, um, and then at, as they are waiting for food, I don't even think they get food. I wasn't paying. No, that they much get attention. food. So so I, I mean, th- there's a whole Die Hard thing that is look, <laughs> yes. communities doing community again, which I kind of like this one because it is a reminder of like the wider environment but what i'm what i'm more saying is that like abed is talking at as troy to britta enough to under that britta realizes that troy might be in that position to be be ending the relationship right and that's and that's why i think it's really important that britta knows that there's not a body switching thing because right. That's all fair. the all the stuff that Abed is saying as Troy, if he's not really Troy, this is stuff that Troy talks about with Abed. Right. Because, again, if if you and I try to pull this body switching thing, you know, you you are going to have to have a really uh, intense conversation with your wife that you're not looking forward to. And so you're like, we should switch bodies. And then we try to have I try to have that conversation with your wife. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know anywhere near yeah, enough you about know. your relationship <laughs> to have that conversation. Right. And so if. We sit down if she's like, okay, whatever. I'm tired. I, you know, I've been working all day. I'm not going to fight this. Okay, Mike, wink. And then I start pulling out all sorts of stuff about your relationship that That I I have no, no real reason to know. Like, all of a sudden, that is like, oh crap, Mike has been talking about this. Right. Like it, 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 so yeah, so that's why I'm like, it's, it's actually very important that Britta knows. That's true. That's a good point. That is like, she is not convinced. I do. I I even like, you know, the, the characterization of Troy using this as a way to get out of this tough conversation. And then Mm -hmm. I I don't want to say spoiler alert again. We're going through the episode. That's the point of this show. If you want, if you're listening, you probably watched it when uh, Troy comes back and it's like, let's they switch back. And then he starts having that conversation again. It shows that character growth of like, I thought I could get away with not having this hard, tough conversation, but I realize now that I need to have this hard conversation. This is a hard conversation that is important to have because I respect Britta and I respect myself. So we need to be truthful to each other. Right. And I think that's a really important, also another really important part Britta understanding it's a, you know, like this is, 
understanding that context, but also Troy being like, okay, this is the one of those times in which being childish, being, you know, having this kind of goofball attitude, it doesn't work. It, it, right. it can't because then it's just going to hurt the people I care about. And I think that's a really important moment of growth. Right. And like, we don't, we don't really get uh, much info in this show about like Troy's romantic history. Um, like particularly, you know, I don't know if he dated anyone in high school. He doesn't really seem to have any uh, meaningful or long lasting relationships uh, before this at his time at Greendale. Sure. So one could assume that this is his first real breakup ever. And on top of that, it is a breakup with someone who is an integral part of the study group with which right. he spends all of his time. <laughs> so like, I definitely, I'm not saying, you know, if, if you're about to go through your first breakup, I'm not saying, uh, do a pretend freaky Friday with your best friend. In fact, I think I would suggest the opposite. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But I think the, I think that as sort of the impetus for, him to uh to do this which again which is why i'm like it's very important that troy wakes up and is like hey we did a we did a body switch um um, there's a lot of dialogue in this episode when um troy as abed is talking to jeff about like you know uh troy really needs this you know because he's going through some things and you know there's a lot of dialogue that he has uh with with jeff in that moment but um you know i mean my my first breakup in in high school like man, it was it was devastating man like i didn't want to have that conversation I realized I realized the night before, oh, man, this is going to happen tomorrow because, you know, we got in a big fight and I was like, I don't want to be in this. And then I I realized what was going to happen. And, um, you know, I I, uh, sent a message to a friend on good old AOL Instant Messenger because this was in high school before text messaging. AOL Instant Messenger, rest in peace. We know you're up in tech heaven with all the other good apps that used to exist but don't anymore. Um, uh, Throwing one up there for you, buddy. AOL Instant Messenger went up to that same farm that Google Reader did. Um, Don't remind me of Google Reader. It's still raw. Pour pour one out. I use Newsblur and it's good, but something about Google Reader? (gasps) Pour one out for AOL Instant Messenger. Pour one out for google reader um there's a whole bunch of young people out there who are like what the hell are you old people talking about yeah what just happened now uh, um i i am of gen z and i do not understand what is happening it that it it this does not the slap am i right am did i do it <laughs> how do you do fellow kids um i, I am on the TikTok. You you either uh you either die hip and trendy or you live long enough to see yourself turn into the how do you do fellow kids meme. And I was uh, the how do you do fellow kids meme when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, um 
anyways, yes. Uh, I, I sent my uh, friend of mine uh, a message um, on on AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, again, pour one out for AOL Instant Messenger. And, um, and she literally drove over at like 11 o'clock at night and just sat with me like on my driveway while I just sobbed my eyes out because like, man, I didn't want to have that conversation. Sure. I didn't, Who does? you know, as, as much as I, I wanted to end things, it's like, also you're going to miss things. And like, yeah, yeah, she was also part of our, our friends group. So like, you know, it's, it's all sorts of complications there. Yeah. It's and, not like you're never going to see this person ever again. And so like, I totally understand, you know, if I could have, if I could have woken up and been like, oh, cool. Uh, I, I switched bodies, wink, wink. And so now, uh, I, in my friend's body, wink, wink, have to go break up with my, my first girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, that would have ruled. (laughs) That would have been great. It would have been so much easier than, uh, than, than doing the actual thing. Uh, it would not have been kind to her. Um, no, see, that's the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, in in this whole thing, it is it is kind of a it is kind of a messed up thing to do to Britta, yeah. you know. Um, so so I have after hearing this uh, this, I have two thoughts. Uh, yes. One, uh, I've never been the breaker up of. I've only been the breaky, so I don't know how that other side feels. Um, it it sucks on this side. I'll tell you that. Uh, but I've also, I, and the second one, did you put a cryptic AOL instant messenger uh, away message? <laughs> because if you didn't, were you actually about to break up with someone? Um, always, always cryptic AOL oh, uh, instant uh, instant messenger away messages. You know, song lyrics to like absolutely Lincoln Park songs, probably. Um, I didn't have a really good. Uh, uh, understanding of this at one point because i definitely did a cryptic song lyrics email directly to a girl (laughs) that was a mistake it was a mistake Uh uh-huh yeah no uh this was over i well let me think about this this was about 20 years ago at this point you really you really were the how do you do fellow kids meme (laughs) as a kid you really were wow not only that not only that the lyrics were uh of what okay so i'm just gonna put myself entirely on blast okay let me get let me get some popcorn here we go it was a song that i i knew mostly because of a weird al uh polka medley i expect no less (laughs) Uh, to be fair at this point i did know of the other the original it was Uh the bohemian rhapsody uh so uh it was (laughs) The Bohemian Polka was, I was listening to that over and over again. I'm like, okay. oh, these are good lyrics. Okay. But yes, I'd, I'd, heard, I'd heard the Queen version. Do you, do which you... is very funny to me that I just called it the Queen version and not the original. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you remember what cryptic lyric you sent specifically from oh, the Queen version uh, of Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, let me let me let me go find it uh, because I, I know I know what it was. I remember it very specifically, but I don't know the lyrics by by. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
So you think you can stop me and spit in my eye? So you think you can oh, no. love me and leave me to die? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. It, oh, no. It was, it was the one set of lyrics that's too much. Oh, no. Um, reminder, I'm in sixth grade. Oh, oh, no. Mike, oh, no. No, yeah, I know. I, I screwed up real bad. <laughs> Mike fudged up real bad oh, 20 no. years ago. Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> and again... As an email, not a cryptic AOL messenger. Uh-huh. And I no. and I remember getting the email back of being like, what the <laughs> f*** is wrong with you, dude? And you know what? As, a, as, as, an, as an adult, I side with her. Uh, I don't side with oh me. No. She was right. Oh, she was right to ignore my ass. That was, that was a stupid thing I did. Oh, why did I do that? Ben, why did I do that? I'm flipping crying over here, Mike. Oh my God. I am, I am, you know what? I, I, you know, I, we've been doing this podcast for a long time and, you know, I think it's just time to put myself on blast as hard as I can. Oh, Mike. Wow. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 boy, emo was not around when I was in sixth grade. I probably was, but I didn't know about it. Uh But I was it. I was it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I I like how that's where I'm like, shut up, Ben. Uh, I'm fine with you laughing at me, but telling me I should have known what emo was when I was 13. Wow. Um, Okay. Yeah. Whoo. I'm... I I have no follow up. That's the podcast. Thanks for joining us. No, <laughs> to um, be fair, we're pretty close to the end anyway. <laughs> wow. Um, I was Is not. Ex- I was. Much? I was Is not expecting. <laughs> I was not expecting that story at all. Oh, look, who was it? Mg. Look, you. At this point, you and the podcast listeners know me very well. Is there nothing I am but a dramatic bitch? Um. I'm- no, I mean. You, you know, here's the thing, right? You 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 tell me that story, and like, in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, no, I can act, I can see that. Um, but like, if if you were like, tell me, like, make up a a, a believable story about something <laughs> I did in sixth grade, I wouldn't have pulled that. What? Not in a million years. Not in a million years. Um. Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay, we need to move on because I've just started thinking about the <laughs> lyrics again and I'm about to bust up laughing again. Um <laughs> Man, I'm so glad I put myself on blast for everyone, <laughs> literally everyone to hear. Look. I hope I hope this doesn't it, it hurt or improve anybody's opinion of my, me. Like just just this is this is all this is I've not I mean, I've changed, I've matured, but this is kind of always where I am as a petty bitch. Um, I, I will say this uh, in the true spirit of Jeff Winger. Uh, this has not impacted my feelings about you <laughs> in any way. Um, terrific, terrific. Um, I, speaking of Jeff, I do want to point out that at points of this episode, I'm just going to move on. Yeah, uh, please at do. Parts of this episode... Joel McHale seems like his like voice is like leaving him a little bit, like he's got a little bit of a cold. Okay. I it, it has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was interesting because okay. usually he's like full throated, but then you could hear some cracks in his voice. Maybe it's because 
he did body switch with the Dean just a little bit. Ooh, I like J- that. The, he he may have been inside of the Dean, but maybe just a little bit of the Dean got inside of him. Excellent. Just a little bit. Just there in the throat a little bit. <laughs> ben. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've done enough here. Do we, did we finish in everything? We, uh, we the, really the, did not. So they switch back. Uh, <laughs> the uh, They managed to find... We didn't even talk about the janitors because they have to go find oh, the janitors, yeah, the janitors. <laughs> uh, because they lost they lost the DVD. So they go find the janitors because they, they assume that they cleaned up the study room. The janitors are doing some sort of weird uh, historical fiction role play. Um, where they're all dressed up in like Victorian era sort of costumes and it's never really explained. Um, well, the, no, they, they said they have a, uh, what do they do? They do murder mysteries, uh, dinners at, in the day is what uh, they said. It doesn't, doesn't really, explain that doesn't really anything, explain much. But like, it's, it's, it's like a, like this is happening over here. Don't mm-hmm, worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get the DVD and then. They they switch back at Senor Kevin's, and that's when Jeff does the light switch thing, and someone looks at him, and he's just like, "Oh, routine light switch check." I uh, it's a good callback. The fact is a, that is a, they, gr- is a good like, callback. It's just it's it's meta, but also doing the like in every Freaky Friday kind of body swap, they do something similar with like mm-hmm. lightning or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's it's really great that Jeff's like, eh, "I gotta commit to the bit here." Especially after he talks about committing to the bit. Um. So yeah, uh, they they switch back, and then that's when Troy is like, "Look, you know, feelings and blah blah blah." They have an actual honest conversation. Um, and uh, you know, he he's like, "I think I I I I still want to be friends because like, I I know I can be that." Like, yeah. You know, and so it is, you know, it's it's not a it was not a nice thing to do to Britta, but it is nice that at the end, like he can he can come clean and be like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's hard. And this is how I feel. And um, it sort of leaves on the note, like because they all come back to the study room where Pierce is his his art, his little mini arc is that he decided to do the entire project do, in like 25 yeah, minutes, which which the I don't even think we mentioned the idea of a project. <laughs> we <laughs> the, were just it, so excited to get into this freaky <laughs> Friday thing. I do want to point out the assignment because I do love the assignment uh, because it is so phoned in. Uh-huh. It's amazing. Uh, pick a moment from history and tell me about it. Be as creative as you want or don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, signed Professor Cornois. He didn't finish signing it. Um, and I do love that at the very beginning, Brit is like, why does Greendale always want us to do group assignments? Which is also very funny. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so Pierce has done the entire thing while they were all at lunch. And, and apparently uh, it only took 25 minutes. And he does a great job. And so that's the end of Pierce's bit in the whole thing. Hey, I am... I, that it was pretty good bit for for Pierce. I think he mentions he that people have 
said he looks like a Kennedy multiple times when they're kind of brainstorming what ideas for the, mm-hmm. the assignment. And each time Jeff's like, just a random statement. Uh, and then, so yeah, we end the episode with like the the study group all leaves the uh, library, but Britta kind of pulls Troy back and like um, they, they share like one big la- last kind of hug as like an item um and that's that's where it ends yep um and then we get um we get the tag which is uh it's basically just fake outtakes which is kind of funny they're doing they're doing fake outtakes and uh jeff is there on his phone and he's like stop doing fake outtakes and then the dean comes in also i love the fact that the jeff is like that was a week ago Mm-hmm. It's like, like a fine. We'll stop. And then the and dean, then the comes, dean comes, in comes in and and like trips over. Like he hits himself on the door a little bit when he enters. Like, oh hi, I never do that. Like dean, we're not doing uh, outtakes anymore. And I love that the dean's well. Okay, thanks for including me. And then walks out and tries to do it again. It's like, uh, 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 okay, all right. You know, I just sometimes you know people are like, oh, the fun's over, and then you're just like. Or is it? And then the fun keeps on going. So, you know, I'll give him props. I'll give him props for trying. Also, I think it's just a just, you know, it has nothing to do with anything else. It's just kind of cute. And I like that. Yeah. Um, That is the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for Great. I I just really like this episode. Uh, It. It kind of marries the kind of goofy bit, like commit to the bit, while also hitting a really interesting uh, emotional core to it, which is what I think community does really well. Of like, like taking an emotional core of a moment between character, multiple characters, etc., and like creating this, for lack of a better term, fondant around that cake of of really goofy nonsense but then narrows down to the point. And I think that, you know, the Freaky Friday stuff is kind of a goofball way of getting to the fact that uh, Troy doesn't know how to break up with Britta and, and, and says, okay, maybe if I can get Troy or uh, Abed to do it for me as me, then I don't have to have this, this uh, conversation. Um, But then, but then having to talk through as Abed to Jeff realizes the mistake. And I think that's really important for the growth of that character, for the growth of Britta, honestly, for the growth of Jeff, um, that I think it really, you know, I think it's really strong episode and it's, it, you know, we've been talking this, this back half of the season about like these really big swings that don't hit. Or like, you know, this one is not trying to go super hard, you know, for for lack of a better way. But it is like, here's a Freaky Friday thing. We have an interesting take on it, but we also know of a way we can get it to resonate with the characters that we have. And I think that this does it really well. The side, the B plot is very funny to me. Uh, Annie being surprisingly turned <laughs> for the Dean, a confident Dean uh-huh. is very funny. Um, I just think this this succeeds pretty much at anything it tries to. It also helps that uh, uh, Pierce is in it for about ten seconds. It seems uh-huh. he's it's um, a few it's a few references about how he looks like a Kennedy, and then a quick nod to be like, "I did the whole thing. It took twenty five minutes." 
Yeah, and I think end of end of Pierce in this episode. End of Pierce. Um, and we've talked, you know, Pierce has good things and bad things about him, of course, you know, mostly bad things, but some good things. Um, but I think, you know, where he's at, where Chevy Chase is at in this period of time, I think that's probably the best use for him of like doing something kind of tangential and then solving the problem for everybody. I think that works. I just, I really think this episode works except for, I didn't think the, uh, senior Kevin's waiter being like, remember me? I hate die hard was all that, uh, impactful, but it's also like a small part of the episode. And it also shows that, you know, Abed is acting as Troy as hard as he can. Cause Abed doesn't react to that. So I, I, I just think it's a really strong episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's an A. I think it's a fantastic episode. Yeah, um, I definitely think that this is uh, the standout episode of season four. Like, I certainly don't dislike season four as a lot of uh, as much as a lot of people do. Um, but like, you know, it 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 is it is a, a weaker season for sure. Uh, this is community doing what community does. This is a a absolute standout episode because you've got the uh you've you've got the the freaky friday um mm-hmm. uh uh plot so they're they're going in on that you know cultural reference uh meta humor sort of plot where they're doing a freaky friday but you know they don't live in a magical world full of magic so it's it's them doing a bit that is freaky right. friday um, which is, it's, it's fresh. I mean, we haven't had that, you know, we, I've, I've accused this season of kind of, uh, recycling ideas. Um, sure. this freaky Friday idea, totally fresh. Um, we haven't, we haven't had a body switching sort of episode before. Um, uh, I might quibble with that a little bit, but it's mostly because Abed tends to play as other characters. And I, I, but I, yes, as a full body switch, that that has yes the the episode the episode we have not had an episode about body switching. That is correct. There have been one off moments where Abed like pretends to be Troy, but I'm not counting that. He also uh, there's multiple there's the whole um, when Annie is in the dreamatorium, where where Abed puts that's, everybody. That's but, true. Yes, I understand. Yes. But I understand um, what you're going for. I just wanted to throw throw some other it's it's similar to those certainly so um so yeah so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty fresh idea um and on top of it um you know i've i've mentioned before how like one of the things i really enjoy about season four is that you get some of the the biggest uh uh character growth moments in the whole series here in season four and I feel like the idea of exploring like your first big breakup, like that is such a human sort of moment and wrapping right. Troy's anxiety about having this really difficult conversation up in this freaky Friday bit is such a such a smart idea and it is so well done absolutely and the the emotional side of this episode is just 
so, it's done so well. And on top of all of that, the fact that Donald Glover and Danny Pudi can play each other's characters so well in such a funny way. Like, I laughed. I felt emotions for once in my cold, dead life. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this episode. It is, it is a definite A. It's maybe even pushing into A plus territory. Um, I think, uh, I think I'd probably stick with an A, but it's, it's real yeah. good. It is a clear, clear season four standout for me. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. We want to know what you think about this episode, uh, about what cryptic AOL instant messenger uh, away messages you set as your away message or emailed uh, to someone, as the case may be. How much uh, respect you've lost for me specifically. <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear it. Uh, what kind of massage would you like to get was, was what Poddex suggested. Uh, I think, I think Poddex is coming on to me. Uh, it's very possible. Ben. I was like, Hey, Poddex, how about a sex question? And it's like, Oh, I got a sex question for you. <laughs> oh, would you oh, rather get a, a back massage or a foot massage? I was like, not what I meant. Not what I meant. Poddex. Thank you. Um, po- pod, uh, do you want Poddex to have sex with Ben? Let us know. Uh, you can let us know by tweeting at Good Greendale. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. There's a contact form where uh, it'll send us an email and uh, we might uh, read that on the air. Uh, we did get one from somebody that was just like, hey, I'm listening to uh, uh, listening to uh, through the back catalog. And uh, I just checked out the website, lasagnacouncil.com. Well played. And I'm like... <laughs> You know, yes. much much like Troy and Abed, I'm always going to commit to the bit. Commit um, to the bit. That's that's what we do here. Uh, yeah, that email was from uh, Daniel. Um, so uh, thank you for being a good uh, a good listener, uh, uh, one that that follows our bits uh, and goes to the Lasagna Council because again, this episode, like all of our episodes, is sponsored by the Lasagna Council. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. Uh, we are a little bit behind on uh, live episodes yes. uh, because I started a new job last month and I it's been kicking my butt on top of a heat wave. Um, so we're going to try to Alongside get... Alongside all the normal nonsense that has, you know, us in weird mental states. Uh, so we're going to try to to uh, get a couple of makeup uh, live episodes at some point. Um, we'll figure it out um if if you're a five dollar and up patreon patron um uh sorry we've been a little bit behind on that thanks for your patience we'll have some live episodes for you soon you will see our our faces live saying nonsense that probably uh a lot of people should not listen to including whether or not we're gonna put ourselves on blast about aim (laughs) uh cryptic messages uh, but we do thank you for your patronage. We thank you for coming to the end of these. Uh, yeah, uh, I, honestly, I put myself on blast. So the fact that you <laughs> still have some respect for me by coming to the end of this is really impressive. And I thank you for that very much. And I hope you have a good day and I hope you don't think any less of me.
And until next time, when we talk about another episode of Community, uh, and maybe put Mike on blast again, because I got to say, I mean, th- that was it cool. happens quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I was, I was literally crying. I was laughing so hard. Uh, not gonna lie. I hope this. You know what? This is <laughs> this is the problem with our podcast is that whenever I put myself on blast or have like exhaustion related dumb sayings like shirt pants situation, those are the best episodes. That and when I when I watched the entire wrong episode of Futurama. So okay. That's fair. No, that's a good point. Ben fudged up is a good episode. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Or uh, am I Ben? Am I Mike? I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. I wish I we could switch bodies wish- for just one day. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. You can stone me and spit in